Welcome to the Hoodoo and Chill Podcast, the number one hoodoo and spirituality-based podcast bringing awareness to African-American spirituality and a wide range of thought-provoking topics. I am Papa Seer, your host, your narrator, and your storyteller. Before the show begins, make sure you're subscribed or following the show so you don't miss out on any episodes. And as always, donations of love keep our podcast alive and give us the ability to upgrade the show, enhance our content, and most importantly, do what we love. You can use any link in the description to send your donation of love today. Now, let's start the show. Good morning and grand rising or grand evening if it happens to be evening wherever you may be listening to the Who Do and Chill podcast. I am Papa Seer, your host, your narrator, and your storyteller of the number one hoodoo based podcast wherever you get your podcast. Family, I'm excited to be here. I think tonight, this morning, wherever you're listening is going to be a dynamic show. This is something I really have been wanting to talk about for a while. It's a show I haven't done in the past where we've actually really just sat down and talked about the differences between the hoodoo, conjure, root work, and also the tradition of healing as well. And I think that this show is extremely important because due to ignorance and a lack of understanding and a lack of knowledge into you know african-american traditions practices religions we've lumped these three categories or what i've seen is it's being consistently lumped together under this guise of the word hoodoo however our ancestors traditionally did separate these traditions A root worker was a root worker, a healer was a healer, a hoodoo man was a hoodoo man, and a conjurman was a conjurman or woman. But today's show, I am going to delicately break down the differences between the three different traditions. I'm going to highlight the specific talents, the relationships between the spirits, if spirit work is even involved in the particular tradition. And I think, or at least I hope, my goal is for you to leave today with a different understanding a more intellectual occult intellectual understanding of these three traditions before we start the show i do want to take this opportunity to invite each and every last one of you to an extraordinary master class this class has been personally designed by me to strengthen your spirit court okay now this master class demystifies the origins ritual magic and relationships with archangels and personal guardian angels as well so included in this is also a light intro into demonology as well as their relationships with the archangels so in this master class we will cover archangel pantheon we will also have a light intro into demonology we will also have angel altar construction We will also speak on angel invocations. We will also dabble into the book of Enoch, as well as we will teach you how to invoke your own personal guardian angel. This is 100% a masterclass that I have designed for the public. 
an amazing opportunity if you've never taken a class with me all you need to do is go on the website www.hoodooconjurerootwork.com or use one of the links in the podcast description you can register there the link will be sent to you in your email so please make sure you sign up with the correct email so that you will get your class link and again to register you may go to www.hoodooconjurerootwork.com or use one of the links in the podcast description. The word shaman is one of the most bastardized words, I think, in the spiritual community, as it is 100% of Siberian origin. And what's funny is this word has been used to categorize a plethora of different spiritual practices, a plethora. Now, if we go down into South America, that word isn't necessarily used traditionally. The word that is used to describe their practices are sacred and are not meant to be spoken all the time. Now, they've adopted the word shaman because it keeps the original language hidden. But I want you all to understand that how just something like that pulls away and just disintegrates a pack practice from what it truly is. Now, what is the significance of that and how is this similar to hoodoo, conjure, and root work being misinterpreted? I think one of the easiest words that we can look in our community that's been bastardized and continually is, and that is the word voodoo. It's not even the original pronunciation But the word voodoo has been bastardized and misinterpreted for centuries. And anything that whispers magic or ritual of black or African origin, the term voodoo has been ignorantly placed upon it. We're going to see later on as I elaborate more how this same concept has plagued the hoodoo community as well. Classification is important in the spiritual community, in my opinion anyway. And I think it adds to the fact and to the layers that there is no such thing as a jack of all trades. And I think when we continually to utilize the word hoodoo to categorize a plethora of different traditions and practices. What we are doing in essence is creating the false illusion that a hoodoo is a jack of all trades and that is far from the truth. Diversity exists in the spiritual community for many reasons. First being no one person can do it all by themselves. Second reason historically and traditionally even if you were the high priest or high priestess in your community, there was always a league of helpers. I like to use the word specialist that surrounded you, that assisted you in the upkeep and spiritual maintenance and health of the community. No one person can be the reader for everyone. No one person can be the healer and this, and this, and that for everyone. So these classifications exist because it shows that we are all working together. That's the first point I want to make. The second point I want to make 
is that it also allows each practitioner the space, the availability, and most importantly, the focus to be where it needs to be, wherever your talents reside. First two words that we're going to take a look at in the relationship with these two words in the bastardization, the misinterpretation, we're going to look at first is root work in medicine. As always, I encourage each and every last one of you to check your references. I encourage you all to read Hoodoo Conjuration and Root Work by Hyatt Middleton. I encourage you all to get your hands on some slave narratives that are available. I encourage you all to speak with your elders. I encourage you all to fact check all information. And I say that almost on every show. Reason being, if you have already done that, or if you are in, on the journey of doing that, you will already know that there is a separation amongst almost all occult practices of medicine and what we consider root work. There's a separation of medicine and magic. Now, going forward, I do want you all, I want to advise you all that we are going forward, we're focusing our lenses on Southern U.S. folk magic medicine and root work, okay? So this is where I'm giving this narrative from today. I'm solely looking at this from the Hoodoo Conjure root work tradition today in the Southern U.S. Back to the slave narratives. They highlight the difference significantly. Typically, there was one person on each plantation who administered medicine. Medicine. Hear the words that I'm saying, medicine. Typically, that person is Big Mama, the mammy, the house cook, or the one who was in the kitchen who had access to all of the roots and the herbs. A trusted position because we know that as well as some roots can help, some of them can harm. And there was a lot of poisoning going on from slaves to other slaves and to their masters during this time. So whoever held this position was A, knowledgeable, B, trusted, and C, effective. She knew what she was doing. Because whenever one of the slaves got sick, they went to her. It was against the law for white people and black people to share the same doctors. Not to mention just the unapologetic prejudice that was in your face. Most of the doctors did not want to touch or work on black people. Now, does this automatically make Mammy a hoodoo woman, a root worker and all of these things that we automatically love to classify these women as it does not because again and I, I i encourage you all to read a lot of these narratives the women who were or held these positions will say verbatim and specifically i didn't do any root work we did medicine we use roots and herbs for medicine they acknowledged that it existed and that it is real they even acknowledge whispers of belief in the practice. But what I want you all to pay attention to is the 10 toes down on I am a healer and this is my job. This is my specialty. This is where I specialize. This is my talent. Now, for anyone to walk away from this conversation and say healing isn't magic, then you know nothing. But I encourage you to stay to remove the lens of ignorance, right? Healing is very much a magic. 
natural magic, a gift from God, a gift from your ancestors, or however you want to look at it. Healing is very much a magic on its own. When you automatically arbitrate healing to a root doctor or root work, it's because you don't understand the complexities of black spirituality. You see, healing can be done with or without the root. And we used many different methods of healing. Sound, prayer. We forget that some people can pray you back to health, lay hands on you. People use animal parts as if there aren't pieces of animal and things that you can eat. A lot of people don't even know about meat juice and how that is very, very effective for warding off a lot of sickness. Also, the fetishes of animals that they use to ward off certain ailments and illness, illnesses, nature, certain places where you take a bath, certain muds that you have to bathe in. And let us not also forget about those of you even today who have the art and the talent of energy healing. I just named about five or six different elements that do not require the assistance of the spirit of the root. And the difference between root work, quote, quote, with healing is that healers, they're intellectual, believe it or not, in their own right and in their own way. Every root has a medicinal property and it's going to work with or without ritual. There is no invocation required for the medicinal properties in herbs and roots. This is a gift from God. It's going to work regardless. God knew we were going to get sick. This is why the root is here to help us stay well. There is no ritual required, quote unquote, in producing the medicinal effects of plants and herbs. Now let's move on over to the root workers quarter. Where does the difference lie? And what makes these two specifically different? Well, first and foremost, we have to understand that classification, hierarchy, whatever you want to call it in the spiritual community is there for a reason. The first thing that I want to say is just because you are a healer does not make you a root worker. Just because you have the talent to heal with the root does not mean you have a connection, a relationship, intimacy with the spirit of the root. You see, root workers are different and they possess a different set of skills and power. They're different. These are individuals who have developed, and I did not say they were born with this. They developed an intimacy and a relationship with the spirit of the root. Growing plants, tending to them, sitting with them, singing to them, dancing with them, praying to them, understanding the responses of the root, going in nature to observe the root, forging. These are people who are very well beyond the realm of just healing with the root. These individuals have different responses for the root. 
what it may do for you, it may do something totally different and out of the world for a true root worker. The root is specific to a each in every root worker. It is specific to their energy. There's a certain touch to their root work. There's a certain feeling you get from their medicine and their potions and their gooey. A root worker has a very, very different type of stamp on their work and they love the spirit of the root. They are able to set their intentions with the spirit of the root. This is beyond just the element of healing. Because we know that with the root, it can heal. It can harm. It could bring you the best of luck or even produce the worst of luck. And not everyone has the talent to go beyond what God has put here for you for the root to do. This is specific to people who have this energy. And it's not something you always born with. This is something very much, in my opinion, they develop this. The Hoodoo and Chill podcast will return after this short ad break. Why make another major decision without knowing the outcome beforehand? Would you like to know where your relationship is headed or what the future holds in store for you? My name is Papa Seer, and I want to assist you in making all the right decisions so that you, yes you, may live your best life. Are you seeking a new career? Does your love life need insight? Or maybe you want to connect with your ancestors or past loved ones. The realm of divination holds all the answers to your fortune. Allow me to use some of my abilities, bone reading, cardamancy, tarot, and mediumship to uncover the answers to your future. Go to hoodooconjurerootwork.com under classes and services to book your appointment today. Your spirit guides are waiting to speak with you. That's hoodooconjurerootwork.com to uncover your destiny today. And it just takes me back to our origins here in this country for some of us, not all of us, but some of us origins here in this country or the slave origins of the, of the, of this country. You know, these were people who spent so much time in nature, hands, feet, everything in the soil. And most of them walked around barefoot. I don't even think the root work is the same anymore because there is a difference between somebody who done walked around for a whole summer with their feet in the ground and the responses they would get from nature. There's someone who has shoes on all the time. I'm just going to be honest with you. A lot of these original people had a different type of energy because they were constantly connected to the, they were constantly connected to nature, feet in the ground, feet in the soil. Feeling the vibrations and the responses of the root. Listening, feeling. We got a lot of blockages going on with us. And I'm not telling you to go take your shoes off, but maybe you should, as my spiritual mother would say, go stick your feet in the dirt, baby. This walks me into a relationship between two other practices that I think 
always get confused, misinterpreted, and just quite frankly, people don't know what they're talking about. And that is the relationship between the two words of hoodoo and conjure. Because when I'm listening or observing what a lot of what a lot of is conjure people call hoodoo and vice versa. But of course, let's break this down. Let's first start with the term hoodoo, which I always say this is a relatively new term. It's a term that really wasn't even broadly used until the 18th century. You don't even see the repetition of the use of the word until the late 18th century. This word doesn't even become a household name until the 19th century. And we're just only a few years until the 20th. It's not to take anything away from the word hoodoo. We love it and we're taking it back. But I just need you all to understand the facts of the word, first and foremost. What is hoodoo? What is it? What is it? What is it? So we all been waiting here for, right? Hoodoo can be interpreted so differently just depending upon who you're talking to. And I'm pretty sure you are going to get a different answer. I mean, that's logical because everybody says something differently. But I'm, I'm, I'm giving this answer to my friends, my family, the listeners, and the supporters of this podcast because we have a relationship. Okay? Hoodoo can be translated into three different things. One, a magic of energy manipulation. Hoodoo manipulates energy. Everything holds energy, as my mother would say. Everything you touch has energy. Go sit in that chair, get up, and I can tell you exactly what you were thinking and you were feeling. These are things my mother would tell me about how energy works. We all leave a trail. We all leave a trace of ourselves behind on everything we imprint or you touch. It has something there. And this is why I love being black in America so much because your ancestors understood that. And while we don't give hoodoo the, the, the proper respect it deserves, it blows my mind. Because to sit there and to tell me people who were in bondage, who did not read, write, couldn't even spell their name, could count, couldn't even count the three, understood the complexities of everything material has a trace of spiritual essence on it imprinted by other people places, objects, animals, whatever. And they try to say that we were stupid. But we understood the complexities of that and people are still trying to write books to figure that out. But we understood that. That if I take this and move it here, adjust this a little bit, sweep like this, things will happen. A lot of what y'all think y'all doing ain't hoodoo. It's something and it works, but hoodoo is tasted, ingested. It makes contact with the skin. It's tricks, traps. This is not spirit work. And people misinterpret that all the time. And I'm like, do you know what spirit work is? Because what 
spirits do you technically have to use in hoodoo to make this work? I don't have to call on no ancestor. I don't have to invoke nothing. This is my power. This is me manipulating the energy you left behind. Where is the spirits? I'm, I'm just trying to figure that out. You see, hoodoo is also a power. It's what's inside of the practitioner. This is why everybody hoodoo looks different. Everyone's power develops differently. We feed it differently. We nurture it differently. Hoodoo is 110% personable. It never looks the same. None of us do things the same. We don't think the same. We we, We don't have the same theology. You find whispers of consistency. There's a certain way to do things. But at the end of the day, it's still very much a personal power. The third thing that hoodoo can also be translated into as a culture or a religion is the things that were passed down, the traditions that were passed down that are ritual. They have whispers of our origins of either indigenous or African origins. These are the superstitions, the way we do something, the foods we cook, when we cook them. You see, hoodoo is all of these things wrapped up into one beautiful package. It's a personal power, a magic of energy manipulation. And it is also, and I'm so sick of people saying that it's not a religion. It very much well can be. Do you know what a religion is? Go Google the word. It can very much well be a religion. It does not have to be, but it can be. It is also very much a culture. And if it wasn't, we're creating one. Hoodoo has evolved. So keep reading those little books from white people and ignorant people that's going to tell you that it's folk magic. They don't know what they're talking about. They've only been exposed to one version of it or they didn't sit back and take the time to spend with the ancestors and say, you show me what hoodoo really is instead of sitting there and guessing. Oop. Now let's talk about conjure. My first love, as I always say, conjure and divination, my first loves. To be honest with you all, this is the most broad, this this term is very broad. And I've taken the liberty of Putting this into two ways we could look at this to make it easier for everyone. We could look at this as a noun and we could look at this as a verb, right? Conjure the verb. What is that? To conjure a spirit. It's an action. That is an action that is utilized in almost every religion. Christianity, they're conjuring the spirit of God, the spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Catholics conjure the spirits of the saints. Vodun conjures the spirits of the Loa, and so on and so forth. The aspect, the action to conjure, to bring forth in spirit, that's found all over the world. That's found in almost every religion and occult practice. But what separates that from the actual culture? The consistent work. Whereas we walk into now the noun, the conjurer, the conjurer, the individual 
typically most of these individuals, they don't have one religion. These are typically like all religion people. Most of the time I just call us spiritists because they don't just believe in one thing. You see, a conjurer has the talent to not only invoke spirit, but to have a relationship, consistent relationship, consistent intimacy, consistent conversations. And these spirits come with you everywhere you go. We have relationships beyond ancestors. These are individuals where the work is 110% ritualistic, very ritual, very much ritual in the way they pray, in the way they, everything is very ritual. You don't need roots to conjure. You don't need them. Can they be utilized? Absolutely. But the true essence here that we're trying to pull from this is that these are These are your spirit workers. And honestly, I see more of you all wanting this than anything else. This is what I, I, you know, when people say they want to, they want to learn hoodoo, but then they start talking to me about all these different spirits. I'm like, but that's not necessarily hoodoo. Doesn't doesn't really have too much to do with spirits. It's more so about energy manipulation and learning things and you know what I'm trying to say who who is a lot of learning a lot of observing a lot of trial and error you know what I'm trying to say is 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 very much a practice that's going to unfold for you individually having a mentor is great because they're going to teach you what they know but a lot of it you're gonna have to go out here and, and, and learn yourself but when you come to me talking about all of these deities and saints and this and that that you're interested in and this is what you want to do you are walking the path of conjuration that is what conjuration is Working with these spirits, talking to them, getting assistance from them. The Hoodoo and Chill podcast will return after this short ad break. Hey family, so sorry to stop the show, but it is me, Papa Seer, and I want to take this time to invite each and every last one of you to our A Journey Into Hoodoo Summer Mentorship Program. This is a 110% special program, a mentorship program crafted for one-on-one professional practitioner training in the traditional ritual arts of the hoodoo practice and religion. You will have an opportunity to meet with me twice a month for one hour via Zoom, where we will have a one-on-one dedicated training and mentorship session. You have until May 31st, 2023 to register you may do so by utilizing the website www.hoodooconjurerootwork.com under classes and services don't waste time register today i even hear that there's an early bird special again www.hoodooconjurerootwork.com or even better just use one of the links in the description of the podcast I look forward to training and having a beautiful mentorship session with all of you that sign up this summer. Don't waste time. Again, go to hoodooconjurerootwork.com today. For those of you who have uh, listened, been fans of the show, I want you all to go back and re-listen to, and if you haven't, please listen to these episodes, uh, Hoodoo Voices, E.W. Lindsay, and The Gifted Medium. One was from Louisiana. One was from my hometown in Richmond, Virginia. And I think this is the perfect example of our ancestors 
did not try to walk around with this jack of all trades mentality. They knew where their talents lie and they wanted the respect for what they did. You see, the gifted medium was 100% a conjure woman. She didn't talk that much about root work. And what I find very, very odd is that we give root work to women in, in modern day society, but I found that more men knew about root work than the women did. The women seem to be more conjurers in hoodoo people than the men. It was the men who were outside working with in, in the field. So, of course, they were spending more time with the root to develop that relationship. But a woman at home all day cooking and she's in the house and she's doing that she has the one who has the time to pray she's the one who has the time to set up an altar she's the one who has times to lay the hoodoo tricks and the traps always leaning to women for root work when it might have been your farmer grandfather who really knew about the root get this version of what they're giving you outside of your head even in these two workers the gifted medium she was a woman she was a conjurer her whole entire interview, which was just phenomenal, by the way, it needs to be a book. I need to go write that book. Anyway, she speaks on her helpers, that she gets her work done with the assistance of her spiritual helpers. She gives us a breakdown of each saint. You know, she throws in a little bit of root work here and there. But but the thing with her was she was very much a medium, but also a conjure woman. She, she had the talent to raise the vibration of these spirits. You will find that most conjure people also are gifted in the art of mediumship or divination as well. A lot of times these two things go hand in hand. And I'm not going to say you can't have one and, and without the other because there are plenty of mediums and psychics who do not dabble into any in, in, into magic per se. But you will find that typically people who have the talent to conjure, they also have the talent to be very, very effective spiritual communicators as well or walk with some form of mediumship. Her work was very specific. You know, she stuck to what she knew. She didn't try to go off on a tangent of this. She was this queen of everything. I'm a conjurer. I'm a medium. And this is what I do. Now, if you go and you read E.W. Lindsay's interview, or if you go and listen to uh, my podcast on E.W. Lindsay, he was very much a root man. Now, that was a root doctor in every sense of the word. If you really get into his interview, he even tells you, and I did two interviews on him. I did this podcast on him twice. So, I would say go all the way to the beginning of, of, of the Hoodoo and Chill episodes and listen to the most recent one because I think I might have added some things in each different one. But the message here is that Mr. Lindsay was a root doctor in every sense of the word. He even separates his healing from his root work. He says that his parents were doctors and taught him the tricks of the trade and this, this, that, and the, and the third. Every single thing that he did in his work consisted of some form of root work. He collected his own roots. He went to the swamps. He knew where to go. He knew where they were going. Showcasing his relationship with nature, not only with the spirit of the root, because this is where a lot of y'all get it twisted. You think that you only need to have a relationship with the spirit of the root, but that's not true. You got to have a relationship where it grows, the soil in which it grows, the time, the season, all of that. Root workers are really some different people. They, they different because they, be, they are so connected with not only just what's growing out of the ground, but hear me, my people, but with everything growing in the environment. Root workers do not litter. 
They don't do that. They respect this earth more than some of you ever would think to. Put some respect on their name, please. You know? And Mr. Lindsay, to me, was just an iconic showcasing of that. He didn't go off into talking about spirits and all this other stuff like that. He stuck to what he knew, which was the significance, the relationship, the medicinal, as well as magical properties of the root. For those of you that claim to be healers, Mr. Lindsay's also a great example of that. He knew about the body, how the blood flew. You see, healers don't just have relationships with, with their cute little this and their sound bowls and all this other, the, the aesthetic. Because a lot of y'all have a relationship with the aesthetic, but no relationship with the human body. Tell me about the anatomy. Tell me why this particular sound, what is it going to do to my blood, my energy and all that. I don't want to hear about my energy. Tell me about my body. Because anybody can talk to me about energy. I can come up with a thousand different things to kick y'all some BS about energy. Tell me about my body, healer, doctor. Tell me about the body. The point I'm making is, as I bring this home, all of these practices are powerful, should be respected, but they each have their own significance in this pantheon of black spirituality. They each have their place. They each do something Something significantly different than the other. But you will find that they work in unison with one another. This message isn't to say, well, if you're a root worker, you can't be a conjurer. No, you could be all three. You could be all four. You could work in all four. But where does your talent lie? But my talent is with spirit work. My talent is connecting with dead people. My talent is raising the vibrations of spirits. That is what I do. I have knowledge in these other things, but I'm, I'm aware of who I am. This is what I'm asking of each of you all. Where does your talent lie? Not your knowledge. Not your knowledge. I know how the game of basketball is played. I am the worst basketball player on the face of this earth. Papa Sear cannot play basketball, but I know how it's played. I'm not a basketball player. That's not my talent. We each have to sit with ourselves and understand where your talent lies. Stop adorning titles because I know we live in a world where everyone is so big on titles and screen names. If it does not fit your talent, if it does not fit your lifestyle, if it does not fit your journey, if it does not fit what you're called here to do, understand what it is that you're doing. Stop lumping everyone into the same category and understanding who do is what it is. Conjure is what it is, as well as root work, as well as the art and talent of healing. As always, my people, my friends, my family, the supporters of this podcast, I give this message to you today out of love, out of us having the opportunity to just sit down with each other talk, gather some understanding, and have these intellectual conversations that need to be had. It's okay if we are unaware or ignorant of something. This is what the entire journey of knowledge in the spiritual journey is about. It's about eradicating that ignorance, opening up your eyes and lifting the veil for you.
put your know-it-all attitude away. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. I've been wrong about a lot of things. And spirit is constantly revealing something new to me about this. And I guarantee you, what you think you know about your spiritual journey now or your opinions or your revelations, guess what? They're going to change. Five, 10 years from now, you're going to be different. Your experiences are going to be different. You would have read more. You would experience more. You would have done more. And what you think you know right now is going to seem so small to what you will know and what you will experience in the future. It's a journey, my people. And we're constantly learning, constantly evolving. Now, as always, I want to thank you all for um, just taking the time out of your day to spend this beautiful time with me on Magic Mondays. I appreciate all of the love all of the support that you all have given to this podcast. I ask you all to put it in your hearts today. Please send us a donation on this podcast to keep us on the air, to keep our podcast top rated as it is. We really do have the number one hoodoo podcast and I couldn't have done this by myself. It's with all of you all liking the podcast and posting it and your comments and all of those type of things, the donations that you send, your subscriptions. I mean, this is truly what keeps us alive. And from the bottom of my heart, this is why I show up and all of you all love what we do. So as always, my people, I just want to remind each and every last one of you that you are blessed. Your bloodline is divine. You come from the best of the best. Today is your day where everything is going to change for you. I'm asking spirit to open up doors for you. I'm asking spirit to lift up the veil from your eyes to bring back whatever has been lost. To open up new opportunities for you in your career, in your love life, in your friendships, in your mind, your mindset. I pray the spirit puts the right people around you. Bless your coming, your going. That you, as you listen to this, that you are in the right place at the right time. Every time. You are where you need to be, my people. I bless your hands. Me, everything that you touch, materialize, manifest, whatever you want to call it, as if you had a Midas touch, as if it were gold. We send you out today in love, peace, prosperity, and most importantly, protection. And with that, my people, thank you for listening to the Hoodoo and Chill podcast, and I release you into the atmosphere. Thanks for listening to the Hoodoo and Chill podcast. Be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and let us know how much you enjoyed the show. As always, donations of love keep our podcast alive and give us the ability to enhance our content. Please use one of the donation links in the description to send a donation of love today. And we'll see you on the next episode of Hoodoo and Chill.